You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let them have it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Write that rap. Remember, uh, Evan and Craig were challenging me. Well, I wrote it. Actually, I just want to finish up one more verse, and then I might, I might put down, put it, you know, make a track out of it. I might put it down on uh, on a track here and and let it loose. But I'm not 100 percent sure I want to do that yet. However, what I will tell you is what I have written so far, highly, highly entertaining. 877-337-6666 is the number to call. We got into the Baseball Hall of Fame a little bit. I'll touch on it here before we get back to the calls. Look, Scott Rowland's not a Hall of Famer. Simple as that. I mean, technically, he is now a Hall of Famer because he got voted in. But he's, you know what I mean, he's not really a Hall of Famer. Billy Wagner should be in. Carlos Beltran should be in. Jeff Kent should be in. The Hall of Fame right now is totally out of whack. And you've heard all the conversation about, you know, the percentages of Beltron and the first time on the ballot and what it took, you know, to get rolling in. First year he was on, he only got 10%, and now all of a sudden he's a Hall of Famer. Look at what, and you hear the, the top, you know, the, the main guys, the top guys and the votes that they get or don't get. So it's easy to look at that. But when you look at some of the lesser-known guys, it exposes the writers blatantly. How the hell does Bronson Arroyo get one vote? Like, who is voting for Bronson Arroyo to be a Hall of Famer? Somebody actually thinks he's a Hall of Famer. One person that has a vote voted for Bronson Arroyo. Give you another one. Somebody who has a vote voted for R.A. Dickey. How could you possibly... Have a vote. Well, by the way, you got to be a baseball writer for ten years to get a vote. No way, Francis has. A I was also asking because remember he was in love with Bronson Arroyo. Oh yeah, you're right. That's right. Michael loved Bronson Arroyo. I love Arroyo. And yeah, Brandon Inge gets a vote. How is that possible? I, well, that, no. We know the answer. Yeah, right. We know who has the one vote. No, so you have to be a base because I was talking to McCarran and Harper at SMY about this, and those guys have been in the. BBWA, Baseball Writers of America, I think it is, for 10 years. And then you have a vote. And, I mean, that's a long time to be on the job to warrant getting a vote, right? So then how could these people still vote for, listen to this one, it gets worse. Arroyo, R.A. Dickey, John Lackey got a vote. I don't even know if that's as bad as the other ones, but that's pretty bad. Houston Street, remember him? He got a vote. And then this one takes the cake. Like, this is, these are professional writers who cover baseball for at least 10 years. Somebody 
one person who does that voted for Mike Napoli. How the bleep does Mike Napoli get a Hall of Fame vote? Now, I'm not talking about Bobby Abreu or Mark Burley or Jimmy Rollins. Like, yeah, those guys are good players. They're not Hall of Famers. But you could understand to a certain extent people voting for them. K-Rod, Torrey Hunter, those guys are, you know, whatever. Although in 10 years, maybe they get in. Or five years, maybe they get in. The way that the voting has gone. But how could any self-respecting baseball writer that has been in the game for 10 years vote for Mike Napoli or R.A. Dickey? I mean, it's just an embarrassment. Anyway, I'm happy Fred McGriff got in. Other than that, I don't care. Just because I love Freddie McGriff, Crime Dog, one of my all-time favorite players. But the Hall of Fame is watered down. Great conversation. It's watered down. Think about it. We have a Major League Baseball Hall of Fame with Scott Rowland in it, but not Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens or even Alex Rodriguez. I know there are obvious reasons why, but still. Come on now. Chris is calling from Shrub Oak, New York. What's up, Chris? Hey, what's going on, buddy? How are you, Chris? Good to hear from you. I'm good, pal. All right, before I get to my Rogers point, I know we break his chops about Aruba. Just please go to that restaurant I told you. My buddy just got home Saturday. I woke up Sunday morning from a text home. He said, Patricia's of New York was our best meal of the week. And, okay, so I you'll be happy to know, Chris, I was thinking of you. I got a bunch okay. of recommendations from some people that go regularly, and they gave me restaurant names, and I made reservations actually last late last night doing it, and Patricia's is one of them. So, and then I was like, oh, I think that's the one that Chris brought up. And yeah, that's it. Yeah, awesome. I will be there, and now they have one in New York as well. But you're saying the one in the Ruba is different, right? Blows them away. The food is. I told you. He gets everything imported right from Italy. That's why it's so much. Better. Now, is that the best? Is that the best Italian restaurant there? Because I've heard about Gianni's is supposed to be really good. Yeah, Gianni's, Gianni's is, is good, but Gianni's owns another restaurant there called. I don't know if anybody told you about Azuros. Anybody bring up Azuros? No. The guy that owns Gianni's owns Azuros. Gianni's is very like it's on the main strip. It's very it's like very like there's like a lot going on. If you want a more quiet setting. Go to Azuro's. If that, it's behind one of the hotels right on the beach. It's the same food. Okay. It's the same owner. It's the same exact food. All right. Well, I, 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 I did Gianni's. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do that one, but I did make a reservation just in case. But Patricia's is, uh, Patricia's is definitely happening Sunday night. I will be there next Sunday night. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, my buddy said it was his best, the best meal they had all week. Looking forward to it. That, and I don't know if you, if you made the other ones, but one of my other favorites, I don't know where you're staying, but it's inside. It's in the Hilton. It's called Sunset Grill. They got the best steak I've ever eaten in there. Interesting. Okay, I'll, I'll yeah, mark yeah, it really down. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm only going to be there for six days or whatever, six nights. So, oh we'll uh, yeah, there's so much you could do. Yeah. Right. Anyway, okay. So Aaron Rodgers, I think it's a no-brainer because you got, you know, last year's draft class. They they obviously they're they're going to be good, and they're all on rookie contract deals. You got to try to win now. You got to bring him in. You have to. It's the right move. I mean, you yeah. can you can pay. You're right. The way that they are set up, it would be great if they could pay the quarterback and have everybody else, as you mentioned, on these rookie deals and try to take advantage of it. If they could get Aaron Rodgers, it changes. There are only a handful of moves that come your way as a franchise that can instantly change the course of your franchise. This is one of them. You got to go get them. Yeah. And, you know, 
Like, look at, like, a team like Cincinnati. They hit on their quarterback, who's on a rookie deal, along with their receiver. So they were able to piece everything in around him. And, you know, there's a good track they're going to go to the Super Bowl with Cincinnati. Look, uh, I, I don't know where, and thank you for the call, Chris, and for the recommendations. Of, of course, we appreciate it. I don't know where the Jets will end up. Nobody does. If they get Aaron Rodgers, what we do know is he puts them on the map as far as being a legitimate contender. Just like he did with the Packers every single year. Every year Rodgers is under center, the Packers could go out there potentially and win a Super Bowl. Now, they only did it once a long time ago. But every year he's under center, they have a shot. And the Jets, you could argue, are better than what Green Bay had. The offensive line, the ability to run the football with Brees Hall and others, and their defense. Who knows how it would work out, but legitimately the Jets would be one of the top teams in the AFC instantly if Aaron Rodgers comes aboard. You got to go get him. I don't care if it took three picks, honestly. Hey, you'd like to... Have to do it in two picks. If you could give up two first-round picks, you do that. But even if it took three or two plus, two first-rounders plus a third or whatever it may be, you do it. If it's available, you do it. Antonio's calling from Manhattan. Good morning, Antonio. What's up? How you doing, man? How are you, Antonio? Good, good. Feeling better, Rob. Yeah, basically, you know, I think the Jets have to, what, the eighth or ninth pick this year? Uh, is that Jets, what? Uh, no, 13th, 13th. Oh, 13th. Okay, they're, they're much lower. All right. So, yeah, look, as far as uh, Aaron, I, I want to go to, uh, to the Hall of Fame, Aaron uh, Rodgers. Uh, look, there's a conversation if you want to look at it on Google with Bill Maher. He has like a show where he smokes pot and then he like brings celebrities to talk to and stuff. And mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, he was there and he was talking to him like for an hour and a half, almost two hours. No, he's not coming to New York. If you, <laughs> if you hear that conversation, you you you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay, I mean um, I can check that yeah. out. It's what what uh, show is it on? It's B- B- Bill Maher. He's like uh, he. Has, I know who he, he is, is, but is it on old, HBO? Yeah. Where do I watch the show? No, 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 no. This you can actually go to Google and just Google Bill Maher, Aaron Rodgers, and he, he has like a show where he like where he's smoking pot, like and you know he like he's interviewing the celebrities. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Rodgers Rogers like smoking Cuban. as well? No, he's not. But okay. like Mark Cuban, he brings in like like really big time, you know, celebrities, and he just talks to them on YouTube. And like, uh, okay. and, and he was talking to Aaron Rodgers. And well, give me what you give me. Can you give me something he said that makes you think he's not coming? Basically, to New York? Um, he was talking about like a lot of the. He was talking about uh, the whole thing about the woke, the woke crowd, and everything else. And look, who do you associate with that type of crowd? New York. You know, so you know, so he's not coming to New York. He's not. I don't think he's. Um, I, I don't think he has the the right mindset to be here. Uh, uh, there are the things that he said, but I, look, I don't want to like. I rather you guys, you know, listen to yourself and make your own conclusions. Mm-hmm. But I. That's from what I, I. He almost spoke for two hours with this guy, and from what I gathered of what he said there, I don't think he's coming to New York. I doubt it. I can yeah. promise you I will not take two hours listening to that. I'll just take your word for it or try to read some of the highlights. <laughs> but you don't know who he's talking about specifically with the woke crowd. I mean, that could be anything. It could be social media. It could be, you know, universally. So, I mean, is New York diverse? Of course. I don't know if that means 
woke crowd. Like, I don't know what we're talking about when it comes to that. But anyway, I mean, it's look, I'd be, I'd be curious to see. I don't think it's on paper a good fit as far as Rogers' personality and this town, mm-hmm. but we'll see. No, he's great. Look, he's, I think he's a great quarterback. I think he's still, he's still like, uh, you know, he's still good. Uh, but uh, it's just his personality. I don't think, I, I just don't see him in, in New York. I, I don't see it. But at any rate, uh, I, I want to get to this Scott Rowland thing. I think you, you kind of like said everything that I wanted to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, I mean, Scott Rowland, look, I mean, this is the thing, right? Jeff Kent, and I talked about Jeff Kent before. Look, I, I, I never liked Jeff Kent when he was here, but because of his personality, who he is, et cetera, et cetera, there are other things that we can get involved in. Mm-hmm. Uh, when You recall, you know, he got, he got caught with a gun at the airport, if you recall. He's that type of guy. He's like one of these temper high, you know, one of these temper guys. But Jeff look, Kent, oh, Jeff Kent, Man, Jeff wasn't Kent, he? Right? Uh, yes. Wasn't he like the son of a cop or something like that? Or uh, there was something with yeah, that. Yeah, but he he had a temper. Oh no, I know, I know that he was. Yeah, they hated him. I, I understand that. Right. The media hated. But him. look, the thing is, look if you look at Scott Rowland and Jeff Kent, for example, Scott Rowland once he turned twenty nine, his career went downhill. Jeff Kent, on the other hand. When he turned 29, that's when he became Jeff Kent. If you recall, he spent probably like three or four years in New York or more, mm-hmm. maybe five. Uh, so, but who was 29? That's when his 95, I believe, they uh, traded uh, him the Mets, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, to me, and then you know, it, it, this is this is my point. If, if Scott Rowling gets in, then you gotta then you gotta then uh, let Dale Murphy in, Keith Fernandez. Don Madley and Bill Buckner, and you spoke and you said Bobby Abreu. You know that Bobby Abreu, he has like better numbers than Scott Rowland. He has look uh, two two thousand four hundred seventy hits, two hundred eighty eight home runs. He has four hundred steals, four hundred. Think about that. And he has to. Uh, he yeah, I mean Bobby Abreu was a good. Bobby Abreu is a good player. He's not a Hall of Famer. I mean, and maybe yeah, Rowland... yeah, but uh, but if Scott Rowland is in. Come on, Scott Rowland. Like just look like again. After 29, he didn't have a, a good year. Basically, all his good years were before the age of 29. After 29, as opposed to Jeff Kent, who became a great well, player. Well, Jeff after Kent was 29. a more impactful player. And, you know, you bring up Keith Hernandez. You, they're not even on the same stratosphere, the two players. What were you saying, Fleeg? You looked at the, the bolt of their numbers. I'm saying because uh, Antonio mentioned him. Uh, I think Martin mentioned him earlier. You compared the two of their offensive stats, especially adding in the fact that Roland, the era that he played in, I mean, you could make an argument that they're on similar levels offensively, or maybe argue that Keith was better overall from the career numbers, and while people talk about Roland being a great defensive third baseman, one of the best, Keith is arguably the best. The way I would look at it is the impact that a player has on the game. Roland has Keith in home runs. That's about it. Right, and Keith wasn't a home run hitter. And also, Roland played in an era where everybody was hitting home runs. Smaller right, so comparative and... even to their own era. I Keith mean, was... Roland was still a little bit better, right. but they neither one was a huge power hitter for their time. Roland is he's not a Hall of Famer. He was a very good player. For a long time, I don't. I can't even look at the numbers. I, I just it drives me. Nuts. I know he's a great defensive player, and I value defense. Trust me. But Scott Rowland, how many career homers did he hit here, Fleeks? Uh, three sixteen. Three sixteen. I mean, that's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Two eighty for- hitter. Oh, eight fifty five career OPS. He topped thirty home runs twice or three times. Man, come on, he, that's not a an impact. He was a good player for a long time. 
It is now, as somebody was tweeting out, I forget who it was exactly, and people have talked about this over the years, it's become the whole of very good. You Get, can't tell me he's a home run, but Hernandez and Mattingly aren't. Th- those guys were more, that's why I say impact. Those guys, Hernandez and Mattingly, both significantly more impactful on the game even if for a shorter period, Keith Hernandez is going to get in, by the way. With all these guys getting in now, Hernandez will get in on one of these, uh, whatever the, the ballots are. where they The, veterans, the committee. veterans Committee, whatever they call He's going to get in the Hall of Fame. And that's going to be a huge deal around here, obviously, as it should be. But Keith will eventually get in. Let's compare Helton and Roland. Todd Helton, I don't even have to look up the numbers. And I know that he played in Colorado. Todd Helton was way more impactful for what he did than Scott Rowland was. Way more. I'm just going based on watching him. My memory. Todd Helton was the best player for a long time on that Rockies team. The guy you feared. One of the best hitters in the league. He should be a Hall of Famer. Now, he'll probably get in. And I don't know how they weigh the, you know, the, the Colorado skew. But Todd Helton was a dominant player. He had 370, 369 home runs. Let's see. Uh, 316 batting average. Yeah, but look at the years that he had. You said Fleeks Roland had only twice over 30. Helton had 35. Yeah, Roland had over 33 times. Helton had 35, 42, 49, 30, 33, 32. I mean, those are major seasons right there. Led the league in doubles, hits, ribbies, and batting average in 2000. I mean, Todd Helton, to me, much more impactful player. Uh, I finished fifth in the MVP voting that year. I just, I look, I don't think Roland is a Hall of Famer. I think he was a very good player. Good, very good player for a long time. Solid player. Hall of Fame? It's been so watered down. And it takes a knee in the New York Giants. The Super Bowl 42 champion. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Go to five a.m. Talking Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Talking baseball Hall of Fame. We'll get into some Rocky rankings in a little bit as well. Knicks with a big win at the Garden. I don't even know if I can consider it a big win. Knicks with a nice win at the Garden. They actually closed the game out. Even with that, though, they still do things that drive me nuts. Randall turning the ball over. R.J. Barrett shooting an air ball in a big spot. I mean, come on, dude. You can't even hit rim. How humiliating is that for R.J. Barrett? who in a big spot, I think it was 14 seconds left in the game, ball finds him, he has a good look at a three, he airballs it. Then they have to replay it to make sure that it didn't, in fact, touch the rim. Everybody's standing around for five minutes as R.J. Barrett 
and they're standing there knowing that they're all checking to see if the ugly shot that he just threw up scraped the bottom of the rim. It did not. Air ball. And then the ref has to go to the replay and the crowd and say the shot did not, in fact, hit the rim. And R.J. Barrett's just standing there. Oh, that's humiliating. You're a pro. You're in the NBA. Hit the freaking rim. 877-337-6666. Sean is calling from West Haven, Connecticut. What's up, Sean? Hey, what's going on? How are we doing? Good, Sean. How are you? Good. I just want to touch back. We turn Hall of Fame after. I'll touch back to that. Sure. <clears throat> but uh, I'm a Finns fan, and uh, I hate the Jets. That's some of the prefaces. But I want to say they should go. They should do whatever they should do for Rodgers. And uh, they have the defense. They have everything right there. And the fact of the idea of holding on to Wilson and giving him another chance, um, it sounds stupid to me because Watcher, I loved every time Wilson stepped on the field. He's in now. <laughs> right, Jet you know, fans may not like him, but Dolphins fans, Patriots fans, Bills fans, they love him. That, that's what I'm saying, and he's completely inept. And if they got Rodgers, I'd be a little scared. Right. Uh, not for nothing, I'd be, I'd be a little frightened. That's what I want to say, and they should do whatever they can for him. I mean, we have Tua, and um, I'm confident in him. I just want to stay on the field, and... Um, as much as I would hate it, I would even like if we made that move for one to three years. If you have three years to take a shot at that pop to get the Super Bowl, you have to take it. And that's how, that's what I think. And uh, I think Jets, Jets fans should embrace that. Yeah. And, uh, well, imagine being worried about I think you nailed it, Sean. And it's good that you could bring a, a an unbiased perspective, even though you hate the team. I respect that. because I hate them. Yeah, well, that's fair. And I'm sure they hate the Dolphins, <laughs> too. But at least you could give a, a fair take on it. Imagine wanting to... Wait and save those picks for what? I mean, the Jets don't have any other option. This is the best option. This is the quickest way out, or at least the quickest path to a Super Bowl right now. Long term, no, of course it's not the best thing long term, but the Jets haven't been able to find a long term answer at quarterback in forever. So you go get Aaron Rodgers if he's available. Right, and we can relate. We we trade a capital for Tyreek Hill, and Tyreek Hill had the uh by as far as receiving yards and receptions, the best year of his career this year. And that was only with Tua for missing five games. So we took the next step, and we just got to try to stay healthy. So that's that's where we're at right now. And as I'm saying, it's worth it. It's worth it to make that move for that superstar that's take your team to the next level, or so hope so. Especially when you're talking about quarterback. And thank you for the call, Sean. Appreciate you checking in. Especially when you're talking about quarterback. It's not always the right move. But in this particular case, all things considered, I think it's the only move. I mean, there's a big difference between a rebuild and trying to lay the groundwork and the foundation and all that. There's a big difference in the way you would operate as an organization than if you're going to try to win now. If they're going to try to win now, and it seems like that's where the organization is at after two years with Robert Sala and Zach Wilson. They're trying to win now because of the defense, the way that they've you know, hit on the draft with Joe Douglas, the way that they've found the offensive weapons outside of the quarterback position. This is a team that is ready to compete now. You add Aaron Rodgers to it, it takes them to another level. You have an opportunity to do that, you do it. Tommy is calling from Morris Park. What's up, Tommy? Hey, Tommy. Hey, what's up, Sal? And uh, great, great job tonight, man. The thing that with the Hall of Fame, I, I got to say this. I know there's a lot of older Yankee fans out there. You got to say 
Thurman Munson belongs in the Hall of Fame. Best catch in the American League. Guy was a beast. Quick release, great arm. Beast, total beast. He belongs in there. Um, but the Jets, I agree with Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I'd like to, I don't know what would it take, a six pack or a keg or something to get Gronk out too. I, Gronk eats up defensive linemen. That, that comes in handy on the line. I would try to get him out of retirement with it, either with Aaron Rodgers and you, right? Or, or, or Tom Brady. I don't want to hear that they won't play. These guys will play anywhere today. And, uh, they really have to get their quarterback situation. They got to have at least three, four quarterbacks in camp. And they got to shore up the line. But the thing with Rodgers and Brady, they can pick up the blitz. They know how to move guys when they come up to the line of scrimmage because they can read the defenses very quickly. So that, that's what you're looking for. It, like you correctly said, nobody knows what's going to happen. So why not bring in the, one of the two best uh, quarterbacks of all time? Well, who gives you a best chance? I mean, that, that's the thing. We don't know what the – the results may vary. But what we do know is that there's not a player out there – that gives the Jets, that's available, that gives the Jets a better chance to go compete legitimately to win a Super Bowl than Aaron Rodgers. End of story. That's why you do it. Right. That's correct. So you'll probably have Zach in there, uh, Mike White, and hopefully Aaron Rodgers. And I'll keep hitting on it, bring in the Stetson Rodeo, bring in Stetson Bennett too. Uh, Let's see what happens with these guys. Bennett is a 25-year-old. He's mature. He has a lot of reps. That's what I really believe in today. Well, you're not getting him if you get Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's uh, they. Go ahead. Well, correct. No, you're right. Aaron Rodgers is who we want in there, but we do want other players in there in case somebody has to step out for a play or somebody has to miss a couple of games. Well, you can't just have five. No, yeah, you can't just have five or six quarterbacks. And thanks for the call, Tommy. The Jets need to go all in on Aaron Rodgers. It's as simple as that. He's available. You got to go get him. If he's, in fact, willing to come to New York, you know, trouble-free or problem-free, whatever it may be, that would be something that Woody Johnson should be all in on. It's what a real organization would do. Go get – it's an area of need, and it is a Hall of Fame player who happens to be potentially available. You know how rare that is? A Hall of Fame player that becomes available, that fits your need, and that is able to be traded to you. No, because let's just use Juan Soto as an example, where that's a guy that becomes available. You do anything you can to get him, right? Well, the Mets couldn't get him because he's in their division, and there's no way the Nats were going to trade him inside the division. Same thing if you're an NFC team right now. There are a lot more NFC teams that need quarterbacks than AFC. But if you look around at the NFC and, you know, whether it's the Commanders, whether it is the Bucks or Panthers or the Aints or the Falcons, obviously a lot of these teams aren't trying to win now, but I mean, you're talking about quarterback needy teams. Seahawks. There's a lot more in the NFC that could use a quarterback than there are on the AFC. However, none of those teams will have an opportunity to get Aaron Rodgers because he will not be traded to the NFC. And that really dwindles down the options. Denver, although that seems like a a long shot being that they just went all in for Russell Wilson. The Raiders, as we talked about before, potentially the Colts. 
Titans. And, I mean, that is it. You're talking about, I mean, the Jets might be his only option. Unless somehow New England sneaks in, the Jets are the best option by far. Jets, Titans, I would think, would be the two. I mean, you want to make a case for the Raiders? I guess. I don't love that fit. But imagine that. The Jets have a shot. If he's only getting traded to the AFC, and that's what they said, there's only three teams that might even be possible. Go get it done. And change the course of the franchise. Change the conversation. It changes everything. It's no longer about Robert Sala. It's no longer about Zach Wilson. It's no longer about Joe Douglas or even Woody Johnson. It's about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. And he's clearly a guy who can handle that because he's been the focal point his entire career. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. On the fan, 877-337-6666 is the number to call. So I've been telling you, obviously, we're taking your calls on Aaron Rodgers and the Jets and, of course, the Baseball Hall of Fame. Whatever else really is on your mind, too. We talked about the Knicks a little bit from their win last night at the Garden. But I don't know why. Well, I do know why. I love the Rocky movies. I was going to say, I don't know why, but it seems like every couple years, I go through and watch... The Rocky movies, in sequential order, I do a little Rocky marathon. And it's been on my list since before Christmas to do. And I finally completed it last night. And I, after I did it, you know, I I start to think, okay, which ones were my favorite movies? In the order, you know, that I like them in. And I ranked him and whatever, I put it on Twitter. And then people just go nuts about, oh, how can you put this movie there, that movie there, whatever. And then I remembered I did it two years ago. 
It's like the Rocky Olympics for me. Every two years, I rewatch the Rocky movies in order and then rank them. I couldn't believe how different the rankings actually came out. I'm the same person. I watch the same movies. And yet, my rankings were, I mean, at least one movie was significantly different. Now, we'll have both Marco and Fleegs way on, and this is, you know, they've seen the Rocky movies as well. Now, not going to be as fresh as I am because I go in fresh year. I was just saying, Marco, I've done this every two years, like the Rocky Olympics with me. Two years ago, I did it. During the pandemic is what got it started. And growing up watching Rocky, like, I don't remember ever going to the theaters to see a Rocky movie. Because I was too young, even in 1990 when Rocky V came out, I don't think I saw it in the theaters. If I did, I don't recall it. I saw Rocky Balboa in the theaters. I saw Creed in the theaters. But I remember watching them on TV, whether you rent it or whether it's just on TV. My father and I would watch it anytime it's on, you watch Rocky. So, Marco, you are familiar with all the Rocky movies, correct? Very much so. And I saw Rocky 4 and 5 in the theater along with Rocky Balboa. Wow. 4 in the theater. Did you see it on, like, did it come out on Christmas or did it come out Thanksgiving? Uh, I think it was Thanksgiving, okay. but, I mean, it's 1985. I, I don't right. remember exactly. 85 is your wheelhouse. I mean, you know, Yeah, right? I mean, I was a kid, but, yeah, yeah, like, I remember going to see that. Yeah. Right. I was just a I remember seeing the commercials for it coming out. I was just a little too I was 6 at that point, I guess. Yeah, I was born in 79, so I was 6 at that point. A I'm little only, too young. I was going to say, I'm only a year older than you. I guess I'm just a little bit more uh, short. You're only a year old? Yeah. I was born in 78. So apparently yeah. I'm only a year what, older than What you. month are you? September. So am I. How about that? So I got a year on you almost to the nose. It's almost to the What day? Why do you? I feel like I'm an old man now in this building? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jeez, I look at you differently now. Yeah, how about that? Uh, what's, what's your birthday? 27th. Okay, I'm 16. So anyway, yeah, maybe you were. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe it was just my parents not taking me to the movies. Like, I remember seeing, you know the first movie we ever saw in the theaters? We probably talked about this at some point. Splash. <laughs> I love that movie. Remember That's that a movie? tremendous movie. It's a great movie. freaking yeah. movie. Tom Hanks, John Candy. It's yeah. a great movie. The Mermaid Girl. Oh, yeah. It's also probably the first time I ever saw uh, a naked girl. And thank you, Grandma, for taking me to see the movie. Didn't she have oh, her? In the be- no, no, no. Not her. In the very beginning. In the very beginning, yes. There's something I just remembered yeah. as a young, and my grandma, like, freaking, she took my older cousin and me to go see the movie Splash, which had to be what, 1983, 84? I think that's 80, I think it's 83, I So, think. I, like, four or five years old, I'm pretty sure I remember, but didn't she swim around, too, in the, in the thing? Yeah, but she was kind of covered, I think, maybe in the in the tank, maybe. I think it was the like first time. You remember no, your first time. But, There's no, but, so much to unpack with you oh, seeing baby, your first yeah, naked <laughs> woman sitting next to your grandma. I just, I, I, I just had to, I just had to ask Felice, because I don't know, if, in the beginning, when they when she first comes out, like, of the water by the Statue of Liberty, the guy, he's doing the, the tour, right. and the guy yells out, bocce balls. <laughs> That's where <laughs> That's where I think you this see it. This is a it. fantastic movie. Well, I haven't seen Splash in 30 years. Anyway, yeah, me neither. I got to rewatch that. I got to give that a rewatch. But I remember that being, for whatever reason, the first movie I saw in theaters. Anyway, so it's okay. not like I couldn't have gone to see the Rocky right, movie. Right. But I didn't. But my point is I remember watching these for years, just watching them over and over again. So I finally decided to do a ranking. You want you guys want me to give you my ranking first? Or do you have an idea of how you would rank the movies? Now, you're familiar with, forget Creed. Did okay, you, well, please, did you see all of them? I no? haven't seen all the Creed movies, no. But you've seen all the Rocky movies? Yes, although I, my memory is going to be of the first four. Not, it's been a long time. I think I might have only seen Rocky Five and Rocky Balboa once each. Okay, so we'll take that for what it's worth. You haven't seen Creed at all? No, I have to get it. I, I want to do a rewatch of the Rockies and watch the Creed movies. You have to do and it. I know, okay. I realize I'm running out of time between now and March, but yeah, that, it comes that out might March, be more right? of a... 
I might catch up on all that once the Creed movie that comes out this year is streaming oh, over that's the summer. Where Creed 3 is March? Okay. All is right. that when it's coming out? March? It was either March or April. We all looked right. it up, yes. It's very soon. Yeah, so it's soon. I'm glad I did it. And you'll, by probably, the way, it you'll probably get a big Super Bowl trailer for that. By the way, it took me two okay. weeks to do, and if I could do it with my limited hours, it's because the Rocky movies are an hour and a half. They, you fly by. It, like, right. it really does. And sidebar, just want to say, I don't know if you saw, um, Sylvester Stallone did like a director's cut of Rocky IV. He yeah. changed it. Yeah, I haven't did. seen that, though. Me I'd neither. like to. And, and where can we watch that? That I the only place I looked once. You have to buy it. I think you have to rent it or okay. buy it or whatever because I couldn't find it. Maybe I just couldn't find it. Um, and I wasn't about to. I don't know something about paying for Rocky Four was like I'm I not saw, paying for this. I started to watch. Is something. it well known what he changes? He I saw the documentary of what he wanted like while he was changing so wait, it during now, where COVID. Was that because I did see a, the beginning of that. I don't think I ever got through that. Prime maybe. But I don't it was remember. a documentary of him like going over the editing of. He's, the yeah, movie. he's talking about it through the whole thing, and that was very good. And he was talking about how. Uh, I, I the, like the the one thing that he was saying, like the the scene in Rocky Four where in, he's in the car and like they're basically it's a movie video the whole thing, but like yeah. when he's in the car after he's trying to go through everything yeah. in his head, no easy way out. Yeah, right? and yeah. they said it's like the greatest you know, movie song ever, the really close up of his face. Yeah, he was like, that's got to go. He's like, that's just an arrogant shot. He's like, that's just ego. He's like, that's I, you know, as you get older, yeah, that's that's me being young and me being egotistic. I love he's it. like, that sh- that shot shouldn't be so close. So he was doing a lot of stuff like changing the lighting. Changing the, um, he didn't like there was like a British accent during the fight. He's like, why is there English people here? He's like, that makes no sense. I'd like to so know. It was good. I'd like to know because when you watch him in order, now remember they came out every three years, through until I guess the one that came out in 1990, but the first four were every yeah, three years. 76, around the 79, 82, 85, yeah. 85, yeah, right. Yeah. So every three years. But you see the difference in Rocky after Rocky two to Rocky three. He looks totally different. Oh yeah. Oh well. Totally I mean that's different. was it. Oh, that's the juice. I mean, come on. But, he but admitted he looked, the juice. But he looked lean. Oh yeah. No, he was shredded. Like shredded. That completely, His face looked different. Like, and that, if I'm not right, in that the uh, the time frame, that's when was that the first like that Rambo. Was eight- Oh, and maybe, yeah. Into, now, I forget exactly what the year is for Rambo, but then that goes into, like, Cobra. He just changed his whole look. I mean, he yeah. got shredded. But, like, when you watch him back-to-back, and even Rocky Four to Rocky Five, where his son, not only somebody different, but a very young kid at home right. watching him take on Drago, then the beginning of Rocky Five is him getting off the plane from Russia, and the kid... Yeah. His kid aged, and he actually yeah. became his real kid in real life, yeah. so that's that was and impressive, too. For a ra- the first Rambo came out the same year. It looks like maybe around the same time as Rocky Three. But maybe it's possible that he had to go film Rambo before he made Rocky Three, because obviously, like you're saying, you see a much different Sylvester Stallone in the movies after that. Then, like then, then, then the second belief. Rambo comes out even before Rocky Four. You know, I've never yeah, seen Yeah, that Rambo. was around '85-ish. Yeah, that one was. They're awesome, both but... '82 and '85, so he's filming okay. all of yeah. these around the same you, time. You've both seen Rambo's? I have not seen any. I've seen the oh. first one. Is that or those must watch? The first one is a tremendous movie. That you should, the yeah, first not one defines violent. more action movies of that era than you. You've probably seen a lot of movies that were ripping off Rambo than you would yeah. realize. Yeah. Great, great movie and great plot. Like similar, uh, kind of like the Rocky movies. The second one is great because it's goofy. It's almost kind of like in that Rocky Four area where it's okay. great, but it's cheesy. Yeah, Rocky yeah. Two has elements of that. Rocky Two balances a line. We'll get to this with the rankings. <laughs> where incredible piece of like cinema. Little campy, yeah, but they're, <laughs> it they're, does they're, both. Oh, I mean, that's the whole thing. Yeah, they're not. They're, they're cheesy. Now, whatever. There's to me, it's a great movie, and I love the messaging behind it. 
I've since gone on, like, I'm literally wearing a Rocky sweatshirt. Oh, I didn't right notice now. that. Not sure. You could go to, I think it's SylvesterStallone.com, whatever it is. They have all, like, Rocky merch from different movies. I, I absolutely love it. I bought a lot of stuff from there because I love the underdog story. I love Rocky's triumph. And I guess that's where I'm at mentally now compared to where I was two years ago, where I was ranking these movies without knowing it based on Rocky's triumph. So let me give you my rankings here Rocky 2. I had number one. Now, remember, Rocky II is where he ends up winning the championship. But before that, you know, he's down. He doesn't want to fight. Adrian's sick. He he says he's not going to fight because she doesn't want him to fight. And then she says, win. Right. And that is like, come here. Come here. (laughs) Win. And it's like, doom. The bells hit. Well, what are we waiting for? And then they go kick Apollo Creed Drew in. So Rocky 2, and then I have number 2, Rocky 1, because I also think you have to keep those two together. It's essentially one long movie between 1 and 2. You could put number 1 first, you could put number 2 second, whatever it may be. I have it the other order. I enjoyed Rocky 2 more because he ultimately got over the hump, overcame stuff, but it's a combination. This is where then, for me, it starts to get different. I went Rocky Balboa number 3. I absolutely love Rocky Balboa and the messaging. By the way, one and two, the beginning, Rocky Balboa, the end. Those are the bookends. Mm-hmm. Like, I know Creed comes after that, and I'm keeping those out of this because it's too that's too convoluted. Creed were great movies. You could rank them separately. I can't throw them in the mix of the Rocky movies. Me, personally, if you'd like to do that, fine. But Creed was an excellent movie. I cannot put it ahead of any of the Rockies. It's just a different thing to me. But Rocky Balboa... You know, the, the whole scene where he's talking about his son, that's how winning is done. It's not how hard you hit, but about how hard you get hit and keep moving forward. <laughs> We'd reference that all the time. I went Rocky four, number four. I loved it. Cheesy, yes, but he goes old school. His best friend dies. He's on a mission to get revenge. He goes out there and trains in Russia, training the old school way, building his physique up, goes to take on Drago. Love it. And then I had Rocky 5, 5, because Rocky's triumph over Tommy after he's hurt. He opens himself up to Tommy Gunn, screws his son over, he feels bad, Tommy calling him out, and Rocky still lets Tommy know the old man's got it, and I'm taking you down in a street fight. So Rocky's triumph to me was greater than the movie that I ranked last, Rocky 3, because Rocky 3 was... A lot was happening. Like, lose the fight to Mr. T or to Clubber Lang. They had the whole Hulk Hogan thing with Thunderlips, whatever. Waste of time. I mean, as much as I love Hulk Hogan, waste of time. They they have the, hey, Ray Martell's here. <laughs> they have the uh, the whole scene with uh, with Thunderlips, whatever. Then you get Clubber Lang. Uh, he beats Rocky. Right. Mickey dies. So there's a lot there. Training with Apollo in Los Angeles. Rocky not into it. And then finally he admits he's afraid Adrian gets him to admit he's afraid. Then he goes back out there and wins. And it was like, eh, all right. Now, two years ago when I did it, this is what is weird to me. I had Rocky three, where I now have last. I had that second. <laughs> so I don't know why two years later. A lot of things changed in two yeah, years. That's anyway, so. so those are my, yeah, right. I don't understand why everything else is pretty similar, except for that. I had Rocky Balboa one, too, which I was just, I think, sentimental at the time. It's Rocky. This is the correct order. Rocky two. Rocky, Rocky Balboa, 
four, five, and then three. You want to counter that? You have some of those in the right spot. You do. Where would um, you put three, I guess, is my big question. Uh, three would be right above Rocky Five because by far Rocky Five is the worst movie. And that's Everybody one of those. Everybody says that, though. It's, re- it's hard to watch again. There's, look, they had a good. I just watched it tonight. Yeah, they had a good idea of what they wanted to do. They just didn't. They didn't come through. Like, there's just too much. I, I get the idea of, like, oh, his son or whatever. But, like, the whole thing with his son. One, you start off with Paulie. You left Paulie in control with. Yeah. Come, but the fact that they go. Who the hell would leave Paulie in to control? He's going to get power of attorney? Yeah. Did you just well, meet he got him? Duped. He got duped by the attorney. Did you just meet Paulie? Yeah, no, I know. But he didn't like, leave Then him anybody in- would actually leave him in charge of anything other than the vodka. Like, get the hell out of here. So, like, it starts off with a lot of, like, you know, far-fetched. And it just now, doesn't, how about, how it doesn't about Tommy? How about Tommy, though, knocking Paul? Hey, you knocked him down. Now. Why don't you try knocking me down now? Yeah, I, again. No, it, no, no. He only fights in the ring. My ring's outside. It's a little too quick. Tommy yes. went from, I love you, Rocky, to go to hell. Yeah, Rocky went true. from, I'm all about my kid, to I got no time for you. Like, there was just so much that happened in a short period of time. And a little Mickey revisit where he gave him the boxing gloves. It's a little, yeah. And it's, all right, it's, so how would you rank it? It's too quick. How would you rank no- The first Rocky is by far and away. That's just, you know, Because it's the first one. And no, because it's just the best. Best movie. Okay. It had the best storyline. It had the best movie. It okay. had the best, I don't want to say acting, because the acting right. is basically the same. Yeah. But Rocky 2 comes in behind it. Okay. Great movie. So I was saying, one Great and two. Great movie. It's just not. Fleegs, would you go one and two? How would you? Well, I would put one I, above the rest. I mean, it's just, like so what I was saying, it's the one. best movie. Then I would have closer to, for me, closer than one and two being together. I have two and actually three together. I could flip either one of them for my second best, either three or two. I just, three and four get kind of cartoony at times. Right. Three just worked for me and hit for me. I enjoyed it more. I enjoy Mr. T. So when you're someone who enjoys Mr. T, you're going to give a slight edge to Rocky three there, and it puts it closer to me with Rocky two. Rocky two is a better movie. I think if I'm rewatching, I might go three before two. Okay, so that's fair. uh, Fair enough. And like I said, originally two years ago, that's how I had it. But after watching these, I think it's got to be. One and two. So we one, the, one and two have to be and three one has and two, eye of the tiger, one. which is big right. for me. I, I think the thing that you and I agree with, I like Rocky Balboa up there after that. I think that's a better movie see, that's than also, three and four. See, that's also a big one that a lot of people and to Fleek's credit, he did not he isn't really you're not an expert on the Rocky Balboa. Yeah, I think one. I only saw it once when it came out, so I don't remember people enough to not rank that it with because these. I don't think they gave it a real chance. Well, because they looked at it as an old man in the ring at the end. Forget that part. No. That, that 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 movie is a lot more than just that exhibition against Antonio Tarver. That had, that that's was not, not really that's the least of it. That that's a nice little thing at the end, a little sentiment that the old man still can fight right. for a little bit, but he couldn't win. That was nice. That was cute. The rest of the movie, where you go great. through, Adrian's dead. He's battling through. He's got Paulie. He's living in the past because his kid is really kind of non-existent. There's a lot of nostalgia there with yeah. Spider Rico, with Little yeah. Marie. Yeah, he's trying to. Li- I mean, he's living in the restaurant. He goes to the gravesite every day. His kid is really no, non-existent. It's a story. Yeah, and Paulie's kind of like, look, we can't live in the past. Like, let's so, move forward. So it's where, hard. All right, so where do you rank that one? I would definitely put that one three. So you got Rocky, Rocky 2, Rocky so Balboa. So you and I are basically in agreement. I go 2-1 Balboa. You go 1-2 Balboa. And then from there, 3-4-5. Three, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. 3 and 4, basically the same. 4 is a, is a great movie. Look, we, we like all these movies. Uh, 5, I don't really love. Three, oh, 3 and 4 are great. 4 is more of a music video from start to finish. But it is what it is. You got to get we got to get Fleegs No Way Out by Rob Tepper. Up. I, mean, I, I want to play that when are, we're coming back from these break. Are it's also much songs, more popular with people I think who were certain adults age. in that era. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But people do crap on it because they're saying it's just a big montage. However, has one of the great 
Ray is a great. It is Rob Tepper. We need that song coming back from break after the update. It, it's great. So yeah, I could see three, four, five. Like people are like, oh, how could you put five ahead of three? I was like, really, you could flip them if you want. I just I liked Rocky's triumph in five better than I did three, where he lost, got trained by Apollo, came back and beat Clubber Lang. Like all right, whatever. I'd rather him kick Tommy's rear end <laughs> after you knock you knock him down. Why don't turn? <laughs> My ring's outside. I'll give you two that real quick. Creed, yes, I think, is actually... pretty good, Sal. Yeah. <laughs> I think Creed's actually probably better than those. Creed 2, Creed... I, th- I thought it was awful. I, I th- they, they The original Creed was the, excellent. Creed was awesome. Better I think than I'd, what? You'd I'd put probably it... put it above 3, 4, and 5. The original right. Creed. Pound the, for pound, the movie itself it's was great. excellent. The second one, they, they missed the boat. They know what they tried to do. You just, again, you too much going Fun on. Drago, yeah, son. you just you, you, you screwed it up. Uh, and I'll throw in a little denim with that... that the biography that was talking about, where the documentary, yeah. I should say, where he's talking about Rocky Four. He did admit, if he could do it again, he would not have killed Apollo Creed. Wow. I was surprised by that. Yeah, but then how would you have a movie? He said, if you do that, he said there was no reason. I thought I needed to do that to keep it fresh. If I could have put it, go back and do it again, I would put him in a wheelchair. He would be there in the corner. I'd still be fighting for him, but it would have allowed the rest of the series to still evolve. He's like, obviously things would have changed. Creed would have been different. He's like Rocky Five would have been different, but he would have been he would have took the role of Mickey instead of being gone and wow. fighting for. Wow, yeah, but it changes everything. It does, and I would I would like to see what that would have been. And even mentioned like, do Carl, an alternate. Uh... He said like Carl Weathers is going to kill me because yeah. you know I yeah, killed him in the movie, that, and he's yeah. like I'm still pissed off at me. But that's the one thing that I got out of the documentary. I thought was really cool. All right, uh, and gonna... who knows if Carl Weathers ends up being Chubbs if he's able to if he's in Rocky <laughs> yeah, Five? It's right. a good point. It changed the course of Sandler movies as well. <laughs> Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.